Yo, welcome back to the Week in Review podcast. Back at you on another Sunday. Um, what'd you do today? I didn't do too much. I had a lot planned. I had a lot on the schedule. I was uh, going to go thrifting and uh, hit some stores, but I didn't do any of that. It was one of those mornings where I woke up, walked around for 15 minutes, and went right back to bed, fell asleep. It was pretty nice, though. I'm not complaining. I didn't get out of bed until maybe 1 or 2. And then I um, played drums for a little bit. I actually had a little bit of a conundrum this week. I busted through my bass drum head. I was I was practicing. I was playing, recording myself. And all of a sudden, my, my pedal got stuck. My bass drum pedal, it wouldn't come back up. And I was still playing, trying to kick it. And so I stopped to pause my music. I looked down, and the bitch was stuck in the bass drum head. The shit was holding it in there. So... I was going to do something really dumb, okay? I feel stupid for even having considered this. I was going to take the front head off and put it on the back so I could keep playing while I waited for the other head to get here, but I looked it up. I was just going to put another hole in the front head and have something else to, com- uh, co- well, complain about, yeah, but replace. So I just ordered the other head and waited. It got here Friday. It was there when I got home from work, so I set it up, hopped out, and been pl- I've been playing on it ever since. It was... It's been really fun. Um, it's it's called the Black Spot by Remo. It's got like a big black circle in the middle that's specifically made to like get hit hard. So maybe it'll hold out a little bit longer. The head looks really nice, like a brand new clean head. I ne- I didn't realize, but it looks really nice, and it makes me want to get heads for all the other drums almost, but. I don't think I will. I think I'm going to wait until I just replace the drums, especially the snare. I know the snare's the bottom head has a hole on it, but I'm not really too worried about it. I'll just get a new snare because it's an old-ass metal snare that I don't even know where it came from. It's, I mean, it was a hand-me-down set for my uncle, but you know, I don't know how old that shit is. So my goal is whenever Sugar Percussion has a, another snare, you know, Painted Poplar... Is it poplar or pop poplar? The tree, the wood, poplar or poplar? I don't know. Another uh, snare sale. I'll buy one of those, and because um, because I've followed them for a bit and their snares sound good, and uh, they look really cool too. So that'd be nice. That's my goal. And I yeah for a br- for a bit I briefly considered just replacing the whole bass drum, but that shit's expensive, and really I should be saving money right now. Uh, just putting more back towards the house, towards the future. And um, just having that mindset. I've been trying to go out. Well, I say I've been trying to go out and eat less. I I go out like once a day for lunch at least. Because I'll eat lunch here and then I'll be hungry around 3 o'clock. So I'll walk over to the corner store and get get some tacos or a burger or burrito. Chilaquiles. Man, I got uh, Cullen and Aiden on the chilaquiles this week. They both tried it and told me about it. Told me it was a banger. I'm happy about that. That's definitely my favorite thing up there. I get it with carnitas. Oh, it's so good. And um, so, but that's about, that's my main expense, I'd say. Other than the weekend, going out, yesterday I did get out of the house. I managed to drag myself off the couch. I um, I hit up Target because um, Mesley told me about these Lenny and Larry protein cookies and I was kind of skeptical, I'm going to be honest. Uh, not not because it has all the protein and the calories or whatnot. Not because of that, but because it's completely plant-based. I mean, I'm I'm more of an old-fashioned guy, you know? I don't really fuck with almond milk, oat milk, all that. I'll take it straight from the cow titty, you know? Uh, that's my style. So you, you put a plant-based cookie in front of me, I'm kind of skeptical. But at the end of the day, a cookie is a cookie. And if they're selling it, you know, mass market, it must be pretty good, so... I got one, and I ate it. It was very filling. It was pretty good. I wouldn't necessarily put it up to Subway quality, but it's somewhere around there. Like, I would I would definitely buy them again. Not, I wouldn't eat one every day, though, because they are four for six. So that's, that's not a great price margin if you're going to be day, consuming them on a daily. But space it out every now and then. I think I'll be fine. Ooh, I made a I made a great discovery this week. I was in my parents' restroom, using the restroom, and then I went to wash my hands and looked out the window to my left, and I saw a 
I, I guess they're called, it's called a pull-up stand. I don't fucking know what they're called. I, it, it was outside. It was big and tall, and there were bars on it. So I went out there to investigate, and um, it has pegs, and it has, uh, like, handles to do dips with, too. And that's my new favorite thing here. I've been I've used it at least three times in four days since I found out about it. It is so I mean I don't want to sit here and say it's so fun, but it's super convenient because that's that's probably my favorite thing to do at the gym is pull ups, and um, I like dips too. And uh, also there's this thing that I do um, like I I did it at UFit, but I haven't done it at Fitness Connection because Fitness Connection feels like a more grown up official gym. UFit was kind of like kind of dinky but but um i'll get up and then i'll put my legs over the pull-up bar and do sit-ups uh upside down that shit feels really cool and it fucking hurts my abs after which is the goal right i shouldn't say hurt it works them out i can i feel the fatigue but um yeah i've been doing sit-ups and dips out there and it's been really cool I'm really happy about that, not having to drive anywhere. And like I said, that's my favorite thing to do already. So, yeah, that's what I've been up to these past couple days. Let's, um, oh, and I, today I've been looking at a lot of cosplay stuff. I've, I'm wanting to do Ichigo from Bleach. That's the dude with the orange hair, the main character. So right now I've got a sword pulled up that I'm looking at. I'm, I'm, Aiden just said that he would 3D print this mask for me, so that'd be fucking cool. It's um, a half mask. It's his hollow mask. It's got white and red, and it's, like, all torn up and shit. It's, um, I'd have to buy the file to print it out, but I don't mind doing that. It's cheaper, and it'd probably look better than buying it off of some site. And then I've got a robe pulled up right now. So that's what I'm looking at. I think it's all going to come together. Uh, the least thing I, the, the thing that I'm least worried about is the orange hairspray. I can pick that up at a fucking party city. Cause I'm not gonna do, a, I'm not gonna buy a wig, man. Those look so fucking stupid and extra, in my opinion. It's just not something that I would like to do. So I'd rather just psh, 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 spray my hair down and then wash it all out. Besides, it looks cool when you wash it out. It's, it, I don't know. The water turns orange. That that's just interesting in the shower. I don't know. Ah, <sighs> but it has not all been uh, peaches and cream this week. Okay, we had a we had a new guy at work, which I told you what happened to our last new guy did not come back after lunch. But this guy did. He came back after lunch. And I will say this dude was working his ass off. I don't fucking know why. No one told him to. But this dude was doing the most up there. We told him to uh, I told him to pick up these scrap pieces where we had been cutting. Right. I pointed to a sec to where they were, which was away from everything else, and he said, "Okay." So he picked those up, and then when I came back, maybe twenty, thirty minutes later, because I had to do something, I came back. He was on his hands and knees under the liner table, clearing it out in short sleeve shirt. I don't know if you've ever d- dealt with insulation of any kind, but it's very itchy. The last thing you want to do is fucking rub it all over your arms and shit like he was but man that dude was under there he was deep in it i, I just looked at lewis and looked at johnny johnny was like what the fuck is this dude doing I said man i don't know i didn't tell him to do it lewis said i didn't tell him to do it <laughs> so we we just watched him i mean we told him that he didn't have to do all that and then another oh this was really funny well w- where i run drives right it's this machine And then the best part, I'm sure I've talked about it. The best part, you get to sit down on the bucket and just feed the pieces of metal into the machine. It's really easy. It's like my favorite thing to do. So I was teaching him how to do it because Robert fucking got on to me for doing it. Now that we have a new guy, he said, you don't do this anymore. Uh, You got to show him how to do it and you take the easy work. Shit pissed me off, bro. Just because he... Robert just doesn't know how to talk to people. He's fucking stupid. He's got, like, one thing on his mind, and it doesn't matter what you say. Like, he's just going to say that one thing. Even if you say bring up some new information that changes the the context and changes things, he's just still going to say what he says. It doesn't matter. 
So I got pissed off. I walked away, and then I came back to show the new guy how to do it. And I was like, all right, look, you, you put it in through here, and you sit down on this bucket, and then so so you get the right angle. Because the machine is about waist height. Dude was like, nah, I'm fine. And, and so he's standing there hunching over, putting the metal in. I, I walk back a little bit, and then I'm watching him just, you know, staying close by if he needs help. Cullen walks up, and I'm like, man, what the fuck is this dude doing? And Cullen says something like, I, I don't know, man. Some people just don't want to sit down, you know. Maybe that's his his style. And uh, so a little bit more time passes. There's a lot of drives cut out. That's why I was pissed off. I had enough work to so I could just sit there and watch something for like an hour, an hour and a half. That's why I was mad. So he's sitting there for a minute running him. After a while, he goes from being hunched over to being crouched over on the ground, like bending his knees, ass cheeks sitting on his heels, you know? And it's the bucket's right next to him, dude. I'm just sitting there laughing because the bucket's right fucking next to him, and this dude just refuses to take the easy way and sit down, which is not going to make him any less efficient. If anything, it's going to make him more efficient. He's more comfortable, but... This dude just continues to crouch down next to it. And then, while I'm laughing and Cullen's just shaking his head, Robert comes up to the new dude and explains to him why he should be sitting down and doing it. He's like, look, here, if you do it like this. <laughs> and so, he, because he didn't want to just fucking sit down on the goddamn bucket, he ended up getting a talking to from Robert, which... It's not like Robert was getting on his ass, but like I said, Robert's got a one-track fucking mind. He's just going to keep saying the same thing 20 fucking times until he, until in his head he's like, okay, and, and he nods and walks away. That's what it is, man. So this dude got a fucking uh, ear-chewing, uh, ear fucking ear-wrestling, I don't know. He got an ear-beating from Robert for no good reason, and... Um, I'll be honest, at the, at the beginning of the day, I, I was stuck training this dude. I realized something very quickly about myself is um, what I realized is I have very little to no patience for new people or people that don't really listen. I think that's what it was because I kept telling him to do it one way and he wouldn't do it that way. And then I told him, hey, if you start to fuck it up, just come get help. Don't don't fuck up the metal. Like, don't dent it. Don't curve anything poorly. Like, just just come get me at the first sign of trouble. He's like, okay. He looked me in the face. Okay. 15 minutes later, I'm looking at the boxes, and then there's one so bad that, like, me and Cullen are like, God damn. Oh, shit. We had to go back and bend that shit out and put it back in. It's like, dude, what the fuck did I just say? What did, what did I just tell you? And he just kept on going. And he's kind of weird, too, but, you know, whatever. It's his first day. It takes people, like, a week, two weeks, maybe a month to break into what they're actually like, so... That's another thing. I guess I'm a little judgmental, but I kept I kept trying to tell myself in my head to tone it down, to bring it back to, hey, give him give him some slack. So, is isn't isn't that give me a little bit of leeway there? I, I don't know. Anyway, um, by the end of the day, I was I was actually giving him a little bit more of, uh, of a chance. Like, hey, this dude's not that bad. I guess I wouldn't really mind working with him. Sucks he's gonna take all the new. I mean, all the easy work that I'm used to, but. I think I get a raise after I finish training someone and they move to my stuff, so that's cool. And, um, yeah, so by the end of the day, I'd finally come to terms with it, and I was okay with it. And uh, the next day, I get there, and he's not fucking there. <laughs> he doesn't show up, and he still hasn't showed up these next couple days, so... I mean, he made it longer than the last guy. I'll give him that. C kudos to him for that, but... We still haven't gotten a new guy to last longer than a day. That's uh, that's our current predicament. But um, that morning was actually more eventful than I let on. I, I just wanted to finish wrap that up real quick. Actually, there was some bullshit afoot that morning because, um, you know, I'll take full blame for this. I did get there a minute late that morning. I was supposed to be in the door by 8 o'clock. I was at the door at 8.01. And I twisted the knob, expecting to just get in, right? Like normal. And nope. Shit was locked. So I knock. No one, nothing happens. I kick that fucking door. It's a metal door. I fucking start kicking that shit. No one fucking, I think I heard Lewis laugh. <laughs> I think I heard Lewis laughing. 
but no one comes and opens it. I call my boss. He doesn't answer. And then I walk out to my car and start that shit. And I'm about to leave. And I have it in park just running. And I decided to text my boss. And I said, here, here, I'll pull it up just so I don't mince my words. <clears throat> I said, I'm sorry I was a minute late this morning, sir. But I don't understand why. It's only me that this happens to. I try to be respectful. I do all the jobs I'm given. No one else gets turned away for being late. If I'm doing something you aren't happy with, please let me know so I can fix it. So I sent that. And I sat there for a second. Still said delivered, not read. He has an iPhone, so I'd be able to tell. I sat there for a second. Didn't look like he was going to respond. So I put my shit in and uh, took it out of park, put it in a drive, and was just sitting there on the brake. And I was finna let go. I was finna drive off. And then he texted me. He said, you can work today if you're still here. So I said, thank you. I appreciate it greatly. I slapped my shit in park and walked in. 810. Wasted nine more minutes. And I want to say, it wasn't my boss's decision. It's fucking Robert, the manager. It was him. He's the one who said fucking, he not here, lock the door. He only does that bullshit to me, dude. Proof is in that fucking, the next goddamn day. Not I'm not calling him out, because I, I don't give two fucks. But fucking, the next day, Lewis walked in at 8.03. There's no bullshit for him. No fucking lock the door shenanigans. None of that, dude. So I don't get what the fuck what the difference is shit pissed me off man i'm glad i fucking said something because i didn't want to miss out on the day it was a wednesday man that's the most important day if i've if i've you know gotten all the days so far wednesdays when i fill out my fucking timesheet, i get my fucking eight hours in my last eight hours to make 40 get a full check so i would i did not want to miss that day that was like half the no that was my full motivation for showing up man that was like the highlight of my day is filling out that 40. If it was a Thursday, I might have just driven home. I mean, I already had it in mind. You know, the last time this happened, I went to Poppy's and hung out. I already had it in my mind. Damn, guess, I, guess I'm going to go see Poppy today, see see what's up with him. But uh, didn't end up didn't end up doing that. Got to work, so that was cool. And that's when I saw that the new guy wasn't there. So maybe that's why the manager was so fucking pissed off. But whatever. That's all. That's all. Uh over now um did i say about that mask did i say aiden said he would 3d print it for me i'm gonna buy the material and i'll buy the fucking the file for it but he said he'd print it out for me so that's pretty fucking cool um he got a 3d printer by the way that shit's awesome there's if i had a 3d printer i'd make so many small little figures and stuff man there would my desk would be full right now that's that's definitely what i would do with it i don't know what else there is um did i say what i got at target what else i got i feel like i just talked about the cookies um i also got these vinyls i got the kids see ghost vinyl the pink one i already have the regular black one but it, it's pink dude and it looks really cool it's a, a translucent it's kind of see-through so i got that I, I accidentally scanned it twice at the self-checkout and the second one was 14 bucks. The first one was like 17 And when she came over to delete one, she deleted the 17 So that was fucking clutch. I don't know why it happened. I'm pretty sure I scanned the same barcode twice. It was on accident, I swear. Hand, hand uh, whoever's up there. But, you know, that was cool. And then I got the 21 Pilots scaled in icy vinyl because it was a, a white one that was exclusive to Target. And I haven't listened to the, the album yet, but I figured if anything... The cover's really fucking cool. It's pink, and it has a light blue dragon on it. And then the, the vinyl looks really cool, too, man. So if if the album sucks, at least it looks nice. That'll be cool. And uh, I, got, I got two pop figures from Half Price Books. There were no vinyls that I wanted. Trust me, I looked. I, I was looking for a Lamont Dozier vinyl. I haven't found one in a minute, but he's my favorite artist to look for, like, old artists you know when i'm looking at vinyls man i just want to say real quick i really hate driving around dallas or just any densely populated area it's not fun it's always a poor experience especially i don't want to say especially for me but especially for me because i get fucking anxious when when i get in there are no spots or when i don't know where to go or when fucking 
there's just there's so much to deal with okay me and uh me kevin and michael were going to wabi house yesterday which is a ramen place kevin and michael drove together and they found parking immediately somehow lucky them right they found parking immediately but i drove around i went to i got there first there was no parking there so I went, they said to go to Truck Yard. So I drove to Truck Yard, drove in and out that of that parking lot. And, you know, when you're getting towards the end of a row in a parking lot, normally you think, okay, there's going to be, a, there's gonna be a, like a space at the end where there are no spots that I can go right or left to navigate through the various rows in the parking complex, right? That, that's how it should be set up. That makes perfect sense. Gives everybody space. No one gets stuck or anything. And so that's what I was thinking. And so I got to the end of this parking uh, row, this row of parking spots. And there were no cars. That, uh, there were no vacant spots. So um, my only choice was to go all the way down. And I thought, yeah, there would be a, a little space for me to go over into the next one. No, there wasn't. It, it was fucking... There were big ass divots in the concrete that were full of water and it hasn't rained in a couple of days so that's how deep they were and um i was fucking stuck for like five i'm not gonna say five minutes it was maybe two minutes of me like doing a 10 point turn or turnaround maneuver so that i didn't hit anyone's fucking car because that was my biggest goddamn concern man like, please don't, please don't let me p hit someone's car trying to find a parking spot. This is not something I need to deal with. I don't need this extra stress or this financial burden right now. Please, just let me make it out of here safe. And thankfully I did, but it, it took me a while, man. Because I, I have a very poor spatial awareness of my car. Because I, I feel like I have a lot less space than I actually do. Which, if I'm going to have it one way or the other, I prefer to have it that way in on my mental. Be, because I assuming that I have a lot more space than I do, I'm going to fucking hit somebody's shit. But I'd rather be a lot more careful than a lot less careful. So, I'm, I'm glad about that. But, man, it took me a fucking while. And there were people driving up to where I was. And so, I, you know, obviously, I'm, par I'm parallel to the rest of the shit. Or not parallel, perpendicular to the rest of the shit. So... There are no spots past me, and then this dude drives up in a charger, and I'm I'm like kind of stuck in a bad spot right now. I'm I'm like not sure if I should drive up or back or just I don't know. So I looked over and I tried to do with my hands, you know, I did the motion for about how much space is there, you know. I put put my hands together and back together and further apart, kept moving them. This dude wasn't getting it. He he jumped up and got out of his car. I I yelled out. I was like. Man, I didn't mean for you to get out your car, bro. I just wanted to know how much space there was behind me. I'm not trying to hit anybody's shit, you know? He's like, oh, okay, okay, or something. And this dude, this dude got back in his car and just reversed and left. He said, fuck you. I'm not helping you. <laughs> Have fun with that shit. I'm out. And he fucking dipped. <laughs> but I didn't... <laughs> I didn't wait to find out if he was going to like stay or not. He, he was kind of dilly dallying in the car, so I'd put my shit in park and got out and looked behind me. But dude, that shit was fucking funny. I I, I mean, it was funny once I had got out of there. I was kind of mad at the at the time, not at the dude, but just at the predicament. But I got out of there. I parked across the street at Trader Joe's, and then I saw that Trader there was a person out front like monitoring the parking so i figured i was gonna get towed because i was walking to a restaurant so i went and talk, uh, met kevin and them because they had parked at truck yard some fucking way i don't know where they found a spot but i talked to them and i was like man i really don't c c would do y'all want to come with me to look for a spot because i know how finding parking is i don't want y'all waiting out here for a long time on me but they weren't tripping i found a spot close by which to be completely honest i wasn't that certain that my car wasn't going to get towed there but we went and ate and i came back my car was still there so i'm gonna call it a successful day the ramen was really good too and it wasn't even it wasn't very expensive um it was pretty good mine came like with all my noodles and bacon and all that stuff in the bowl and then a separate bowl for broth which which i was supposed to dip all the stuff in but 
that only lasted about two or three dips because I, I just ended up pouring the shit all on it and making the, the complete fucking ramen bowl. I don't know what the appeal to that was supposed to be, but I wasn't rocking with it. Give me one second while I take a, dri- a sip of my protein shake. Optimum Nutrition Whey Protein. I am not a spo- I am not sponsored, but if you would like to sponsor me, please reach out. Weekend Review Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, sir. All right. Putting myself out there. Um, this week, Good Mythical Morning had Post Malone on it. That was pretty cool. Um, Post Malone always seems like a cool guy, but having him on a show like that where it's just them kind of talking and bullshitting, it was really nice because he seems super down to earth and definitely like the fame hasn't changed him, which is a nice juxtaposition to uh, his appearance, at least in his face, all the fucking tattoos. You expect some shithead, right? But nah, he seems like a really nice dude. And they actually had him on for the Good Mythical More episode too, which normally they boot guests off for that, but I mean, it's Post Malone. Obviously, they're not going to kick him off early. So that was really nice. And uh, he's just a pretty funny dude overall. And... uh Good Mythical Morning is also something that I've got I've put my dad on to which I, which I thought was pretty cool. I I don't remember I think I showed him the podcast actually an, an ear biscuit I sent to him. And then after that I went into his room one day and he's watching an episode of Good Mythical Morning. Got a smile on my face like, "Yeah, that's cool. Put my dad on." Can't say that about too much stuff. But now that's something uh that we talk about a lot. And uh, the other day, my dad actually asked me to put him on some music, which is another rare occurrence. He doesn't really ask about stuff like that too often. And you know me, anybody asks, anybody says, hmm, what should I listen to? I'm I'm going to have an opinion. I'm going to try to do my best to see what I can hook him up with. And um, I did successfully. It, it seems like he likes um, Zillikami. I I put him on to City Morgue because he he seems to like really heavily produce shit like that like Ghost Mane and Suicide Boys, really high energy like loud. Um, I guess horrorcore is the best way to describe it, but he's really into shit like that. So that's what I suggested, and uh, <laughs> somehow we got to talking about female artists, and he said he doesn't like listening to them because um. He feels uncomfortable listening to it when he gets stopped at a red light or some shit. <laughs> like having the windows down and it's just... Unbreak my heart. Say you love me again. And I think that's just the generational difference right there. Because, man, I will have that shit on full blast, fully singing at a stoplight. I don't care. Someone looks over, they know I'm in my own movie right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm not worried about what anybody else thinks. Same shit with, like, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I get a little iffy with, like, anime openings that I'm playing at a red light. But at the end of the day, it's a good-ass song. That's why I'm listening to it. So I don't mind, even when it's, like, a high-pitched female voice. I don't listen to, like, that, that you know, those... For lack of a better term, I'm going to say those fruity anime openings where it's like super la-la and like <laughs> stuff, something like that. Like not very instrumental at all. Just, uh, I don't know, like glam pop is, is what's coming to mind. I've never listened to that, but that, that word comes to mind for that. Like just disgusting stuff. I don't listen to that. I listen to nice stuff like uh, Kung Fu, Asian, it's Asian Kung Fu Generation, I'm pretty sure. And, um, fucking Eve is pretty good. Yeah, it's Asian Kung Fu Generation. Eve's pretty good, too. Um, a lot of Naruto openings. But I digress. Uh, I think, okay, hear me out. I think everybody can learn a message. Everybody can learn lessons and, and take messages from songs, right? So they don't have to go through it themselves. Um. Also, songs can help impart things on other on people. Like if you're trying to get through a heartbreak, you know it's gonna be okay. Listening to some empowering shit like that. But um, personally, I feel like every every woman should listen to "Roses" by Outkast because there are some things said that um, 
y'all need to hear. But I'll balance it out, okay? Don't don't boob me off the fucking stage just yet, because I think every guy should take a deep listen to Irreplaceable by Beyonce, because goddamn she talks her shit. She's. I was listening to that the other day, and it was like the first time I'd really heard the lyrics. You know what I mean? She said. I know you she said something like, I know you're going to talk your shit, but can you walk and talk at the same time? Like, get the fuck out my face, broke ass motherfucker. Oh, my gosh. There's just so much attitude in that. And then she said, actually, that Jag's mine. Get your fucking bags out. I'll call you a cab. Like, man, I think those songs are just perfect for either gender as just like an ego check. Roses. I know you like to think your shit don't stink, but. Lean a little closer, and the roses really smell like boo-boo. Man, you ugly-ass bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It's all love. It's all for the for the betterment of ourselves. But no, for real. Uh, definitely good songs with good messages. Man, Irreplaceable so good. I used to think, as a kid, you don't really listen to shit. It kind of sounds like a love song if you're not listening to the lyrics just because of how she sings, and she kind of, you got me twisted, you must not know about me. It, it sounds like she could be singing she, that, about loving someone, but when you really listen to that shit, it's like, man, she is fucking flexing on on somebody in the biggest fashion possible. It's just a great song. I, I, song of the fucking week, bro. You're play nah. Nah, that's too mainstream. I don't... Nah, fuck it. Yeah, song of the week, irreplaceable. In honor of my dad, not wanting to listen to that shit at stoplights. <laughs> anyway, irreplaceable Beyonce. I'm adding it to the playlist right now. If you weren't aware, there is a song of the week playlist. It's on my Spotify. It's uh, My Spotify is DZ Freak. The song of the week playlist is SOTW. That stands for song of the week. Now that we've got that squared away and settled, um, a really, really good term that I heard last weekend, um, it was it was when I was leaving Aiden's uh, cookout, because I had been drinking, and I, but I had eaten, so that balanced it out, but when I was leaving, Aiden's dad said, drive friendly. I really thought about that, and that stuck with my in my mind on the way home. Uh, everybody says, be safe, you know, drive safe, don't, don't go too fast, be careful, all that. He said, drive friendly. Those, those were some choice words. He thought about that. And, you know, on my way home, it's not a long drive to Aiden's house. I'd say five minutes if I, you know, really took my time. I that kept that in mind. The first, the first stop sign I came to, there were some cars going, you know, kind of fast. And I needed to get in with them, but, I, you know, drive friendly. From Aiden's dad's voice echoed in my mind. So I waited, and then I went. And, you know, maybe nothing would have happened if I would have just fucking went for it and, you know, gunned it the whole way home. But that shit stuck in my head, so I fucking drove friendly. I don't, I'm going to remember that now. for sure. And I love picking up stuff like that. It's, it's just little things, you know, saying something different, changing one word in that. It, it changes the meaning a little bit. So, um, yeah, that was cool. And then I want to talk about some YouTube videos that I really like. It's uh, I really like those psychology, like, science videos on YouTube. It, it, it's called The Dark Side of Science is the video series. Let me see what the YouTube channel was. Um, Plainly Difficult is the YouTube channel, but the two that I'm, I've watched recently is... Um, there was one where they raised a monkey side by side with a kid and they they were trying to it was a nature versus nurture experiment which that whole concept has always been super interesting to me the 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 question of are we born or I'm sorry the question of is, are the predispositions that we're born with do those weigh heavy, more heavily on how we end up or is it how we what we interact with what we're taught Stuff like that, um, outside influences. I love that. That's that's such a cool question, concept, whatever you want to call it. So this this um, they're trying to figure out, you know, if they raised a monkey side by side with a kid, if they could kind of integrate monkeys into human life, you know, like 
monkeys walk around in little top hats, bowler hats with canes and stuff. How do you do, sir? May I have a cup of tea? Of course he's British, right? Uh, <laughs> I think that uh, it's a cool concept for sure. And um, I don't know how much of the video I want to spoil for you, but uh, not only did the monkey have... Um, effects from being raised next to the kid but the kid also had some adverse negative effects i don't know why i had to um, define that had some adverse effects to um, having been raised with a monkey uh, he couldn't talk right he had trouble socializing stuff like that and that shit is super interesting also it could never be done now because of uh you know guidelines and regulations and shit which is definitely Definitely for the best, for the betterment of everybody involved. Um, people fucking incriminating themselves, trying to, you know, do something for the betterment of society, and then people getting fucked over, not knowing that they're actually, you know, what they're signing up for. So I'm glad that that stuff's around, but man, it, there were some cool ass experiments that they did when it wasn't. <laughs> when there were no, you know, free reigns, no limits. That's. It's really fucking interesting from, from from a weird kind of twisted perspective. So that was a cool video. That was the first one that I saw. And then w today I watched um, the robber's cave experiment, which uh, basically was about um, groups and kind of tribalism and how group relations would work. Like they, they took these 24 white kids who were all like 12 or something and they put them into two groups where they didn't know about each other. And then once they were bonded within the groups, they introduced the groups to each other and introduced conflicts and competitions and shit. And eventually the groups started fighting and disliking each other. And then at the end, they tried to just, you know, kind of put them around each other in the same place to see if they, they could get back, uh, um, not get back together, get back... Um, working together like cooperating um get back on good terms but they couldn't and then eventually what they had to do was instill um like group goals stuff that they had to accomplish together for them to um kind of reintegrate and uh talk to each other again but um there's a lot of questions about the validity of that because there's stuff that happened like the kids would get into fights and the the camp the pe the people who were doing the researchers the people who were monitoring them they were posed as camp counselors and when kids would get into fights they would just take pictures or watch or write notes and shit instead of breaking it up immediately so stuff like that where it's not it doesn't really line up with um a summer camp experience that's uh that's where the validity of the research comes into question and whether the kids were really truly um, immersed in the experience or not or whether they thought hmm this shit's kind of funny I don't know if this is all right because they didn't know they were an experiment no one did they they told them all that they were going to a fucking summer camp and to, every, to all the teachers and parents and shit they thought it was a summer camp so that's a that's another reason that that couldn't be done today because they would have had to tell everyone about everything and so the kids would have known more or less what they're getting into that it's going to be an experiment so on that side of it that um because they didn't know and no one knew i would uh i would argue that it was more realistic than if they had been uh, told about it beforehand but there's so many not not only like moral qu questions to get into with that but just of like well, if you think about it this way, then it really didn't work because of this, this, and this. Well, I don't know. I think if you know, you could go in so many different, um, just different perspectives and takes and opinions on it. So, I don't know. I think it's all pretty interesting, pretty cool way to kill thirty minutes. You know, just learn about something new. Just, huh? I never thought about it that way. You know, but um, some of my friends have been getting tattoos this week. And uh, if, if you've seen Spongebob, I'm pretty sure there's a dude with a tattoo on his arm that is in the shape of an anchor. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> some of my friends have been getting tattoos this week. And they look pretty cool, I'm not going to lie. But seeing their tattoos...
just kind of reinstates in me that I don't know that I'm ever going to get a tattoo, man. I don't know if there's, because there's one, I'm fucking afraid of needles. I will cop to that. I'll admit to that. It's not, I'm sure it's not as bad as when I was young because the last time I had to get a shot was right before college. I was at the doctor's office and they weren't sure if I needed to get any shots or vaccines before I went off to college to, to travel or whatever. But my mom was like, she knows about my fear, by the way. My mom was in there saying, yeah, let's check. Let's see if he needs something. I, I Actually, I think there is one shot. And sure fucking enough, the one thing that she's talking about, and the doctor's like, yeah, he could get renewed on this. So they bring out the fucking needle, and I had to look away, but I didn't cry this time. I, <laughs> that sounds kind of sad, talking about me at 17. I didn't cry this. I didn't cry that time. Every other time, though, I had, and I'd freaked out, and I it, it hurt for a couple of days, but that time hadn't been bad, so I'm sure it's better now, but still. I'm a fear of needles. I'm sure it would hurt a lot. And I just don't, I don't think that there's anything that I would want permanently forever that I wouldn't look back at in a couple of years. Like, man, that's fucking stupid. Why do you have this fucking clown, crying clown face on your arm, you dingus? Why the fuck? Why, why did you get fucking Post Malone riding a unicycle on your forehead? No, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think that, because there was a point where me and Skylar we're talking about getting matching tattoos and in, in honor of like XXX Tentacion after he died because we were both really big fans of him. Uh, he got me into him and we listened to him a lot. And when it happened, you know, we, we kind of coped together. We shared the grief because we both felt that loss and it was something we bonded over a little bit. So we were really thinking about that. And at the time, if you if my mom had said yes, I probably would have went and fucking done it right then. But time passed and, you know, life happens. And right now I'm thinking back like, man, that would have been fucking stupid. I, I wouldn't have done anything ridiculous. Like I wouldn't have got Jose's face on my arm, but I probably would have gotten like an X on my chest or some shit. And while that wouldn't look it wouldn't look dumb, I don't think it would look horrible. I would be looking at it right now like, man, really? I don't know how much tattoos are. Let, let me guess. Uh, really? 80 bucks? And uh, and this is stuck on me forever? Every time I look in the mirror, like, oh, there it is. X marks the spot. Fucking dumbass. I, it's just that kind of my, uh, mentality. I don't think there's anything that I would want permanently that I could be happy with. It would definitely have to be something small, like a marking or a symbol or something. And it would have to be somewhere within the shirt covered area or pants or something i would probably get it on my chest i'm feeling like that that would be my tattoo spot like my my left upper left chest but i don't know and and if i i don't know a lot of things to think about but i don't think i'm gonna end up doing that my mom said she i, I think i'm pretty sure she said a while back that she would pay for my first tattoo if I ever decided to get one. So if I ever decide to get one, I could hold her to that and kind of, you know, maybe try to leverage that and get a free tattoo. But, nah, I'm not that worried about it. There are more important things, like a house and new drums. That's that's my new, um, that's what I'm going to buy whenever I get a, an excess amount of money. New drums. That'll be fun. Just hear different sounds. New cymbals, too, man, because... I only have one cymbal that I really like to hit, and then I have one uh, one cymbal set. Ooh, cymbal stack. One cymbal stack on the right by the ride cymbal that I hit. And man, when I when I hit it sometimes, that shit makes me laugh because it sounds so fucking dinky. It's like, Bring! it's almost, almost a China cymbal. It's not quite, but the that was the best I could do with what I had. So that's uh that's what you got to do sometimes. The best with what you got. <clears throat> I was thinking about talking about something this week. Just just some music, but I think I'll save it. It's not that big of a deal. Uh James Acaster. I've been listening I've been watching a lot of stand up on Netflix, just rewatching stuff, getting caught back up, remembering all the old punchlines and stuff, and picking up on stuff that I hadn't uh, heard before, you know. That that's what I like about coming back to stuff after you've lived a little bit of life. You catch a little uh, you catch a, a few more references here and there. 
and it makes it all the wor- the more worthwhile and, and, and a more enjoyable experience. Especially when when there was a joke that you really didn't get and you rem- remember not understanding that joke, then you come back and he says it and you're like, damn, that's fucking funny. Can't believe I didn't get that. But anyway, I, I've been watching uh, James Acaster. He has a four part uh, comedy thing on Netflix called Repertoire, and and what what really makes his comedy great it was my favorite one for a while what really made it stand out to me was um he has several callbacks written in which which is you know that's a standard comedy thing he has several callbacks within um all the four specials so like they'll call back the third one will call back to the first one so it goes in deep um which uh, having four that he that he knows he's gonna have and that he can plan out and write out that gives him a little bit more leeway and a little bit more um of an opportunity to do stuff like that. And he definitely capitalizes it uh, on every chance he gets. Like there's one where the the, the joke is if he's um, not standing up, it doesn't count. So he has a, a watch on and any time that he uh, gets down on his knees in the show, he'll, he'll click the watch and you hear it beep. And so you remember, oh, this is a throwback to the very first special where he had this joke. And um, the joke's really good. I'm not even going to say the joke that it comes from, but yeah. And another thing, he has um, really effective prop humor. You don't you don't see that too much. I don't feel like I can't think of any big name comedians that I've watched recently that have used uh, props really, other than a mic or like the the stool. Uh, Kevin Hart. <laughs> I'm pretty sure in in Kevin Hart's latest um, Netflix stand up, he has one where he just fucks the shit out of that 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 stool he's like i last the whole two seconds but i get in like 30 positions in that two seconds some shit like that is pretty funny but james will have like um like i said that watch he has a recording of um a supposed podcast that he did it's it's all this big concept um i'll explain in a second but he has that he has a couple charts and pictures of shit that he makes jokes about and then uh, (laughs) He has, um, at the end of this, man, actually, I don't even want to spoil it for you why, but he has a big-ass pocket in his shirt on one of the specials, and the whole special, he has that shirt on, and the pocket's huge. He makes a few jokes about it, and then at the end of the show, he does something that's like, oh, that's why he had the pocket the whole time, stuff like that. It's really, really cool, um, and and like I I started to say, it's written perfectly. Um, He has this whole bit about how you know, obviously he's James Acaster, but he has this whole bit about how he's an undercover cop, and actually his name is Pat Springleaf, and um, he just just the way he use he uses every idea that he brings up super effectively, like that whole inside joke thing about being an undercover cop. He makes a whole narrative out of that, and several funny ass jokes that you don't really expect. He brings them up like in the middle of the conversation, like this happened, and. Because of that, uh, it did not go very well. So it's just small stuff that, that makes you like, oh, damn, he's, he's really witty. Um, definitely, I think it still might be my favorite comedy. Uh, I, I don't want to say comedy special because it's four, but um, my favorite collection of comedy specials. It's really fucking funny. If, if anything, if you're going to check anything out that I talk about this week, you should check that out. James Acaster, Repertoire on Netflix. It's great. And then I watched American Psycho yesterday because I've heard so much about it. Everybody has talked about it a little bit. And it was really fucking funny. I love the whole... It's kind of a spoiler alert. I'm not going to talk about anything too seriously, but I love the whole concept of um, how he... Like, the whole thing is a satire, but it's kind of in the background of this story about a serial killer. It's just a nice touch, you know. He could have set the serial killer in a, in fucking modern day regular ass stuff, you know, uh, everyday life, and it would have been boring as fuck. But because he chose to make this satirical um, business world in in which he he the the dude goes around killing people, that's just that's something to chew on for the audience while the killing's going on. Like they're laughing about the absurdness of. Um, like the de- the painstaking detail they go into for their business cards or all their suits or the um, like the office behavior of girl or not girl what what was her fucking name uh, fucking page or some shit page don't wear that again 
when he said that, man, my jaw dropped. I was like, shit, that's fucking tough. Um, just all of that on top of the, you know, overlying, this dude's fucking killing people. And um, is he really a psychopath? Is, is Or is he just telling himself this shit? And the fact that he's so blatant out loud about everything... I mean, he's, he said out loud in front of people that he was going to fucking kill him or he wanted to kill him, and he's not hes not quiet about it at all. And um, just, you know, seeing at the very end if he ends up getting away with it or not is really, was really exciting. I mean, he was, there's a, there's a point where he makes a phone call, and the acting in that was so good. Oh, my goodness. And, and, and towards the end when he was killing people, I started fucking laughing because it was funny the way he was doing it. One one dude he killed, he walked out of the building, and, and it was one of those turnstile things, you know, where you have to push the door out and then get out. It goes in a big circle. He he acted, he was about to leave, and I guess he noticed the dude behind him, and so he went around in a circle, shot the dude, and went out back the same way. This shit was just kind of funny to me, man, and um, I could definitely see why it's referred to as a classic movie, because that shit was... Um, really good i would definitely watch it again uh so yeah check that out and i think that's all our time today so you um keep your head up keep your dick down and um take it easy i don't know have a good week later yeah i was talking about that protein shake right quick uh pro tip for the protein shake Fucking make sure the lid is fucking closed. God damn it. I'm using a lot of cuss words because I am upset <laughs> a little bit. I just went to shake this before drinking it and splattered it all over the wall. Not all over. I don't want to freak my mom out when she hears this, but a little bit on the wall and on my desk. So I had to clean that up. But you know what? <laughs> One towel and two wet wipes later, we're all good. There's no evidence left. The thing that sucks, though. This is not my first time doing this. One time I had just made, or I hadn't, I hadn't made it. I just put the powder in the water in the shake, and I screwed the lid on. I thought the lid was closed. Evidently it was not. The first shake just <laughs> everywhere across the room. I, at that time it was a little bit of a mess to clean up, but it was before everybody was awake, so wasn't a huge deal. And while I'm here, I've got an update. If you listened to the last, or maybe the episode before last, I don't remember the, the episode that was titled, You Stink. Uh, talking about my mom, I do have a response. She said, let me read the text. She said, you funking up a whole room and me sticking my armpit in someone's face are two different types of funky. My pit has to be up close to smell. You had the whole garage funky. I stepped in the garage and was overwhelmed with B.O. And my response was, Yours is worse because it's a targeted attack and mine is unintentional. It's a byproduct of what I do. And then we had a, you know, debate about that. But yeah, that that's the follow-up to that. I don't know why I remember just now, but I thought I'd include it. So here you go. All right, take it easy.